Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to my podcast, Student of the Universe, where I talk about astrology, tarot, spirituality, and things that just interest me. I'm coming to you live from my new place. I just moved very recently, but we're going to get into all that. It's going to be a little bit more conversational in this episode. I have a lot that I want to share, but also... Don't worry, I will probably be getting into some readings about everything. I want to pull out a tarot deck and just see what's going on because I don't know if you can tell, I'm kind of tired. On one hand, I did just wake up, but on the other hand, there's so much going on and I want to share all of it and do some readings and talk about the astrology of what has caused all of this to happen in my life and what is happening in your life and I'm just really excited to be making a new episode. So after my brothers and I decided to live together, my parents were kind enough to take all of us on a family vacation to Puerto Rico. And the reason why I wanted to mention that is because while I was there, I was having these insane dreams. And there are some vacations that I've been on in my life where I've had really crazy dreams and somewhere that's not really been a focus. And at the time, when I went on those other vacations, I wasn't really aware of astrocartography, which is using your birth chart to perceive the planetary alignments along the Earth that therefore impact you. And so I knew it at this point on this vacation that that was a thing, so I immediately looked it up because I was just having these crazy dreams. We were directly on my Saturn line in San Juan, and it was, I mean, it was like, I don't even have words for it. It was so crazy. So let me pull out my journal real quick and then we can take a look at some of these dreams I had. It opened with me packing to move out, but I was moving out of my grandparents' house. I was trying to collect all of my stuff as quickly as possible while Peaches shouted from her crate. My whole family was also running around, but I'm not sure why. Everywhere I looked was more of my stuff, and I got overwhelmed trying to move it all alone. So I stopped trying and walked to the kitchen where my family was gathered. The most memorable moment was Grandpa with his arms crossed and grumbling about the anarchy going on outside. Anarchy? I thought. I was too distracted by my process of moving out. I decided to walk outside despite my family's protests. They said it was safer to just stay in my grandparents' house. I left anyways. Outside, the world was seemingly normal, but simultaneously chaotic. People did whatever they wanted in the streets, but none of it bothered me. I was not scared of anything or anyone. I felt the energy in my body connect in a perfect loop. I felt powerful. I walked down an alleyway and towards a building that looked very 1800s London. People were all dressed that way, too. I felt as though I was entering the Avatar state, my eyes lighting up a pure white before going back to normal. I was completely at peace, but aware that I was on a mission. In a tall building, I found a gathering of people, innocent and guilty, all mixed. The innocent felt my power and stared in awe, while the guilty trembled at my presence. I remained calm, but smiled at the awareness of myself. I wasn't excited that I was the most powerful person in the room. I was excited that my energy was collected enough to be felt by others. Their reactions were a personal projection that told me everything about them. In the building, I received a message from a woman who shared a disturbing memory with me. Her father had been assaulting her since she was a child. 
My intuition led me to them. When I first walked in, she was so alarmed by my power that she almost asked me to leave her father alone. I asked her to trust me, and she did. He was drunk on the couch, unaware of me. Then he was gone. When I looked back at the woman, I noticed how she had aged. She now had gray hair. She was at peace. Next, I received a message from parents who had been missing their daughter. They said she could be anywhere in the world, but I knew she was right here. They followed me to the basement where a small locked door was. It was locked from the outside, I noticed. I opened it and the nearly infinite rows of locked doors behind it with my mind. Behind the last door was a small room, and there was their daughter, older and dirtier. They said, where have you been? She said, right where you left me. It wasn't my purpose to rid the parents, so I left the reunion behind. Word began to spread about me and my cleansings. People either worshipped me or feared me. So yeah, that dream was really intense. Just like being able to feel my power all at once was pretty insane. As you guys know, I lucid dream and when I do so, I can feel everything going on within the dream. I mean, man, what a way to look at life, you know, like I am one of those people who struggles with the idea that other people are judging me or that I'm not portraying myself in a way that is friendly to my community or to like the culture around me and it's not even like it's like genuinely just like my gender expression and like being myself you know like nothing that's harmful to others so to feel that feeling even briefly that everyone's perception of me is a projection of their feelings towards me and it has nothing I mean I guess it has something to do with like my power but it's not anything that I can directly control and be like, you know, I did this so that you would perceive me this way. Like, it's all their perception of me based on their projection of themselves and their feelings towards me. So that was like a really affirming feeling. It really helped me with my anxiety because if I perceive the world as like, okay, someone's either afraid of me, which is not like, I don't want people to be afraid of me, but it's not in my control and to remember that the people who I think are judging me are actually experiencing fear in some way you know it was just like okay okay I get it like th this is the dream that made me look up my astrocartography because I'm like how was I in the avatar state last night I have been trying to create a stable foundation in my life on my own and to have the beginning of a dream be like me never it was like a never-ending move out like every time I'd think I was fully packed there would be something that I left and when I just let go of trying to move everything out and just walked out I just felt such an immense power and that dream it has Saturn written all over it so I was like yeah this all makes sense when I looked it up I'm going to read you another quick little dream that I had while I was there because it was also very, very Saturn. It starts when I am young. There is something I need for school, but my parents won't give it to me and I can't get it on my own. I lie, telling the school I have everything I need. You can't graduate without it, so it isn't until later on that anyone notices my lie. An FBI-like agency comes after me. I decide to run. Somehow I make a friend who says she'll help hide me. They are near, but they cannot find me. Eventually, I realize that my friend is in love with me. She's actually obsessed with me. I realize I can't lean on her to hide me since I do not feel the same. 
I turn myself in by laying in front of the yard. The agency is there quickly. They bring my parents. After being handcuffed, I overhear my parents talking. They admit that they could have given me what I needed but chose not to. I am mad only for a moment before I accept it. The moment I woke up, I knew the thing that I had not given was discipline and responsibility. The Saturn qualities that a person just either inherently has or has to learn. This dream isn't to say that my parents didn't teach me discipline, but I mean, I don't know. Let's let the subconscious talk for itself. The fact that I thought I could just run away from it. It wasn't like towards the end of the dream when I accepted that my parents knowingly did not give it to me. I felt such peace that I realized I didn't run away because my parents didn't give it to me. I ran away because I lied and didn't try to actively search for it on my own, you know? Like, instead of being like, hey, like, where else could I learn this? Is this something, like, I can figure out on my own? Or, like, what kind of thing should I ask my parents to help them help me? I was just like, oh, no, I got everything I need. I'm fine. So I do take a little bit of responsibility in that. But also, like, totally relate to the hiding. I feel like I do often hide I mean, I've been taking full responsibility for my life, but I did not believe that I was capable of doing it on my own, and so I often relied on other people to help me, and it's so good to ask for help. Like, I'm so... I think that's what I learned overall is that I can ask for help, and I'm so glad I did because, as you guys know, I'm an Aquarius, so that was a lesson within itself, but, you know, I learned it, and now I just have to go on my own and I can ask for help occasionally but I can handle everything you know like I don't know it was a pretty cool dream on my Saturn line so anyways if you're ever having crazy dreams on vacation and you're like moving to somewhere new and you feel a totally different energy just type in astro cartography on google the first link that comes up is a really reliable source you put your birth chart information in and they will create a map for you if you're also trying to move somewhere and you don't know where you want to move you could just pick a point on a line if you want to get married for instance you could move to your venus line if you want to you know, make friendships or reach out to a community or, you know, garner recognition, I would move to your Mercury line personally or your Jupiter line. But my Mercury line's on LA, so I know that the moment that I start making movies, it's going to, the message is going to come through, you know? So that's just like an example of the way that I would use it. But anyways, that's just so cool. I've never like been able to do real life application to astro cartography because I learned about it mostly during the pandemic so I was not going anywhere other than where I was already at so that was just like a really fulfilling experience to have and learn more about astrology. I really enjoyed my time in Puerto Rico. It is an incredibly beautiful place. I highly recommend going there and if you do decide to go to Puerto Rico definitely you know, tip your tourist guides, your servers, like, it's, it was just such a strong sense of community, and I, I was just kind of in awe of, like, the culture and the way people are, like, there was not a single person I met who wasn't, like, either, like, super funny or super kind, like, every local I met was just, like, cracking jokes, having a good time, living their best life, but also taking full responsibility for their life and, like, trying to earn as much money they as they could to support their family and whatnot, so not only do I highly recommend going there, but, like, 
you know, have like some cash for these people to tip them because you're just going to have such a good time, you know, and they deserve that. Anyways, that's just like, I just wanted to say that because um, I went on this bioluminescent kayak tour and we were getting, you know, they were showing us like how to not flip your kayak because we were going out at night because it's bio, it was bioluminescent, but they were showing us how not to flip it, which is, I'm terrified of flipping in a kayak in daytime, let alone if it was nighttime, I would have a panic attack and probably drowned. But anyways, the point is that they were telling us like a lot of the economy in Puerto Rico comes from tourism and I just loved it. I was like, man, you guys just have fun every day. Like, you know, you get to keep people safe, but allow them to see things they've never seen before. And he was mentioning to me how so much of the local economy comes from tourism. So I thought, might as well give them a shout out because I had such a freaking good time. By the way, let's talk about this bioluminescent tour because I had like such an amazing moment being there. Basically, there is this lagoon called the Big Lagoon, and it is one of five places in the world where they have this bioluminescence in the water. So it's like you would brush your hand through the water, and I'm not joking, it would glow like a neon sign. Um, And it was just really cool. The tourist guide was like explaining how this process came to be, and essentially there's like Oh god, I'm gonna really butcher this, but I was trying to pay attention, so like, bear with me. Probably look it up if you want to know what's actually happening. So basically, at the bottom of this lagoon, there is a bunch of seaweed that is piled so deeply to the point where oxygen no longer reaches the bottom, which in turn creates sulfur. And these tiny little organisms, which definitely predate human beings, like, what was the word? It started with a P. All right, whatever. I used to be really into science, and now I don't even know anything. These tiny little beings will go down, grab the sulfur, and use it to create bioluminescence in a very similar way to, like, your average firefly using cold light. I don't know. Man, I'm not doing it justice, but it it just made you realize, like, how things just fall into place for the most beautiful things to happen. Like, if there is no seaweed to fall and pile to the ground and sulfur smells really bad and we had to wade through the seaweed that was emitting that smell smelled like rotten eggs and you know i wanted to complain about it because i was soaking wet in clothes that smelled like sulfur but without that i would have never seen the bioluminescence so it's like sometimes you have to stink a little to see the beauty in life you know Anyways, I just thought that was a really, really cool experience. So if you do go to Puerto Rico, you should do that. It was just an, a really amazing time. And just being in that energy of Saturn, it, you'd think it would be scary to be on your Saturn line because it's like, oh God, what do you have to teach me? But it wasn't until I was there that I realized that Saturn really has nothing to do with capitalism. If you want to know more about that, I would highly recommend the book post-colonial astrology by alice sparkly cat it is an incredibly amazing piece on how we've kind of colonized astrology but when i was on my saturn line i could feel that awareness of how colonized my perception of astrology was because i shared with my parents like oh man you guys took me to my saturn line 
and they were like, oh, well, you're going to learn responsibility, like get a job. <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, you don't, you have no idea what Saturn's about. Like Saturn did not mention my employment status a single time while I was there. It did mention me being so fearful that I was not embarking on my dreams, that I was not taking the steps forward to pursue my purpose out of fear that either I don't have one or I won't be good at it. So just being able to feel like the real energy of Saturn, which is so spiritual and fulfilling, like, I mean, powerful. Holy shit, I felt so powerful. And yeah, so anyways, don't be afraid of Saturn, especially right now, I believe Saturn is retrograde. But hey, it's been working out for me. I've been thriving in the chaos. We get back from vacation and immediately the next day, my brothers are like, let's do this. Like, let's go. I'm not really the kind of person who can do two different, like, travel days in a row, but goddammit, we did it. <laughs> that night that we landed from our flight, we packed up both of our cars, and we just, next day, bright and early in the morning, we just drove straight to our house. It was, and as soon as we got here, we realized that we had not fully set up the power, and I immediately felt like, oh, I'm not on my Saturn line anymore. Like, this stuff doesn't come naturally. So, we had some stuff to do. We were sweating out the walls, too, because we did not have AC while moving things into here. It was rough. A little bit rough. Like, it was the right kind of rough. I manifested building a life on my own, and I totally accept the struggles that have come with it, and we did not have power for a couple of days. But we survived, and now that we do, we went out and like got everything we needed for the house and our rooms are all decorated and it just like this feeling kind of dawned over me where I was like oh my god I just feel so free yeah I just feel so free like like I just can't feel the fear of the process that's going on right now I can only feel the excitement and the possibilities and that's just really rewarding you know when we were on the plane, there was a lot of turbulence, so I kept repeating to myself, release fear, release control, release fear, because I have, like, this insane fear of dying in a plane crash, which, of course, is probably just something that happened to me in a past life, and my brain can't let it go, because I've never been on a flight that's even been remotely close to crashing. You know, the turbulence, it was mild. It, it Sometimes I was getting a little afraid, you know? So I kept repeating that over and over again to myself, release fear, release control, release fear, release control. And I felt this calmness come over me. And I remember thinking for a brief moment, like I was kind of in and out of sleep. You know, when you're like in the, in the middle seat, so you're just like snapping your head up every five seconds as you fall asleep. That was what I was doing. I was definitely in and out of sleep. I have no idea what times of that flight I was awake and at what times I was asleep, but it almost created this like portal. That's the best word for it, but it created this like portal between the astral realm and the reality for me, especially being so high up in the air, like pretty far away from the earth and the grounding that I'm used to. And I remember thinking, oh my God, we're about to go through a portal right now. I have no idea if I was conscious during that thought. But then as soon as I thought that, we went through this crazy turbulence. So I repeated it, release fear, release control. And of course we landed safely because I'm here, but man, that was crazy. It was just such, and 
It did not happen on the day of the Lionsgate, which was the 8th. I believe that was two days ago. Wait, let me see. That was three days ago, which is the day I moved. I actually drove to my new place during August 8th, the Lionsgate. But it was the day before that that I felt myself go through the portal in the sky. And I just felt like I was... It wasn't just like, oh, I'm entering a new chapter of my life because I made this decision to try something completely different from what I've been doing. But it was kind of like I'm going into a parallel universe where my mindset is different. And if you think about it from a base level, like at any moment you can just change your perception and therefore enter a parallel universe where you feel that way. You know what I mean? Like you have complete control over... Well, I don't want to say control. You have freedom to define your perception I just remembered like feeling like my perception was changing and for me spiritual experiences are so strong that I really visualized that portal and I maybe manifested all that turbulence but I like to feel like experiences are happening to me kind of like I'm a character in a video game rather than be like well the this is how the um this is how the coding works of the simulation and I just hacked the coding and that's what happened. I like it to be more a little bit energetic, a little magical, like I just flew through a portal at whatever, 10,000 feet in there? I have no idea. Like that just seems, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit of a Pisces romanticizing everything, but that was my experience and you can rewrite it however you want it'd still be the same experience. And then I came here and I I do feel that. I feel I feel very on the other side of that universe that I went into. And it's almost like I came out into a universe that I had lived in before and I was coming out of a universe that I had momentarily created to keep me safe, but it, you know, it didn't really keep me safe, you know. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, that was the sound of us time traveling days into the future because I did not finish this episode. So here I am to finish the episode about a week later because I had some things to do, okay? I I said, stop. In the middle of this podcast, stop. We've got to get a freaking job. And I'm not joking. I stopped recording this, started applying to jobs, nailed it. We got one. Who's unemployed now? Boom. Saturn line? Yep. Anyways, so let me tell you about my experience now that I'm a little more into my move out to my new life that I'm in. Well, for one, I don't have a lot of money, which I have found doesn't really change my quality of life that much because mostly I spent a lot of money on my addictions. For example, Probably the reason why I sound so tired in this podcast episode so far is because I can't afford to go buy my $5 caffeine boost. And that has definitely had a unique impact on my life. I realized that that when I can afford to go spend $5 on it, I realize how angry I get afterward. And I know the myths about Red Bull and having like fucking ball piss in it, which is probably full of testosterone. I don't know. Whatever the true ingredients of that drink are, I definitely notice that I get way angrier. Like, I will curse at inanimate objects for inconveniencing me, and it's like, dude, just chill out. So, 
The only issue is that one of my addictions that I don't pay for is my phone and therefore it's just always on, always available for me to just sink myself into an infinite amount of content consuming and that one has really gotten me like when we didn't have power in the house and I couldn't charge my phone I was like oh my god like I cannot access that and I'd have to find something else to do and I thought that maybe I'd develop a habit of that before the power came back on but no as soon as my phone could be plugged into the wall and recharged at any time I needed I was on that thing all the time I mean, I've had that issue in the past before, but never to this extent where, like, before I got my job, I just had so much free time, and I didn't really know what to do with it. I'm also the kind of person where, like, if I'm in a new environment, I'm really slow to easing myself into it. I'm not like, I just moved here, let's go check out, like, the best places to hang out and meet new people, you know? Like, I'm the kind of person who is sitting here like, how? how will I meet people here? Like, I don't know, because it's not like I'm going to go to a bar. Like, oh, by the way, I hit a year sober from alcohol, and that's just really cool. Just wanted to say that. So, yeah, I'm not going to be going to a bar to meet new people, you know? Like, I mean, even if I was someone who drank, like, I don't know that's an environment that I really want to, like, manifest a relationship in, you know? So my discomfort for new environments plus my pre-existing addiction to my phone just meant I was on it all the time and one thing I noticed is if you work too much and you don't have enough time depression but if you don't work enough and you have too much time also depression so like what the fuck you know I know that I'm a Libra rising so I'm supposed to be like naturally drawn to balance yeah I don't know I guess I'm just a little irritated about that situation because I'm like I had all this free time and I thought I would be using every second of it, you know, like I had like a solid month where I wasn't working so that I could, you know, transition myself and take a freaking vacation for the first time in a few years. After that month of not working, like I looked back and I was like, okay, I mean, I I got some stuff done. Like I wrote some dreams in my journals and... You know, I had a lot of, well, it was more of an experience. I had a lot of experiences, but I wasn't creating a lot. So I guess sometimes my assumption about how I will use my time is so different than how I actually use it. And I almost have this thing where it's like, if I have less time, I want to make the most of it. So when I have too much time, I'm like, let's just scroll on our phone. Like, let's just go through TikTok for a few hours because why not because I still have so many more hours in the day to make something but then that never really ends you know so it's when you know you get home from work like yeah you might want to just sit and scroll for a while but there's this other part of you that's like if I sit and scroll after every shift then I will never make anything so I almost am more empowered by having less time so I mean I just started working and here I am finishing this, you know, so I think that speaks for itself. Anyways, I feel like this is the point in the episode where I give you guys some juicy details on your life, what's going on, let's do a reading, but first, of course, I can't do a reading without getting us into the right headspace, so let's do a little meditation first. So I want you to get in a really comfy position if you're not already. You know, and if you're not able to get in a comfy position, you're listening to this in the car, doing schoolwork, whatever, I just want you to take a really deep breath. Just like pause for just a minute 
Just take a deep breath. Let's do this meditation. Release your fear. Release your need for control. Fear no longer serves you. Your need for control no longer serves you. You are safe right where you are and you are exactly where you are meant to be. Feel the way the earth around you breathes just as you are breathing. You are part of a greater universe and you have purpose here. Release fear. Release control. Just breathe. Feel the energy in your body tingle in every part as you reconnect to the universe, to your divine connection to your higher self. Oh man, you guys, Peaches is on the floor, and I'll tell you what, she's meditating right now. I wish I could show you her. She is feeling that meditation, and I hope that you are too, and I hope that you feel like you're a little bit more in an open space in your mind to accept what I'm about to share with you, and yeah, let's just do a little tarot card reading. I might roll some astrology dice just see what's going on with whoever's listening whoever this resonates with it's just going to be an overall general reading for the people who like to listen to this podcast because i feel like the people who listen to my podcast probably have some similarities whether it's astrological or just general soul energy so let's see what's going on guys Okay guys, so this reading is going to be a little different than my normal readings because I am using oracle decks and dice. So I'm using my Rumi oracle deck, my Moonology oracle deck, as well as an affirmation deck. And then I'll be rolling some astrology cards. 
So just listen to these cards. Oh man, I love that sound. So let's get your roomy oracle card first. Um, spirit guides, my higher self. I'm asking for a message that might need to come through for my beautiful friends who are listening to this podcast. What do they need to hear right now at this point in their life? Okay, so the first card we got was Beyond Death life beyond death life interesting now we'll pull a moonology card let's see again what do these people need to hear immediately we got our card okay a new start is coming new moon card and then let's get you an affirmation card as well what do they need to hear okay we got it Get centered, that's what it says. And then I'm gonna just... We got Sagittarius, Mars, and the 8th house. So, let's take a big old look. Let's get into the books. Let's see what's going on. So we got the first card in the roomy deck. Number one. The soul craves variety because it leads to wholeness, and wholeness leads to divine revelation. The purpose of the soul incarnating in this world in the first place is to realize its divinity through the sacred crucible of life. The older the soul, the closer it is to the realization of divine oneness, and the more powerful its determination to shed that which would constrain complete and conscious immersion into the divine presence. So here you are, an old soul at the edge of something you have known, at the cusp of an ending and a beginning. Perhaps you are already in surrender and falling in, or perhaps you are fearful and resisting as you greet your unknown destiny. Yet this moment is happening because your own divine soul has chosen for it to be this way, so that love may grow. There is no punishment in this ending, nor is there anything to fear. There may be pain, there may be grief and loss, there may be uncertainty and even insecurity. Yet you have a heart big enough to bear such growing pains. Your heart is even big enough to receive the joy that is lying in wait for you as you stumble across her in the course of your clumsy, inspired travails into new life. You can scoop her up in your arms and spin her wildly about as she delights in your embrace, throwing her head back and laughing her vibrant, contagious laughter filling you with exquisite ecstasy. Yes, you shall know the truth, the knowledge that the divine is with you, guiding every unfolding moment of your life journey. No matter how dark it may first appear, the divine is with you in unflinching generosity, with compassion, and with fierce passion for your blossoming into all that you are, all that you can be. So what must you do to receive this divine grace, this new life? You must be willing to face death. It may be that death has come to you in the form of loss of a beloved one, a physical loss that takes you into the darkest despair or depths of your grieving heart. It may be death that comes to you in the ending of a financial or professional situation you once relied upon. It could also be in the sense that you don't really know who you are anymore. Old identities have shown themselves to be inadequate and accurate, mere ego mass too small for the great being that you are starting to suspect you may be. Okay, so 
that really speaks for itself, especially with this new moon card saying a new start is coming. I feel like we really got into this collective freeze. You know, we got into this waiting for everything to start. The universe forced us to put our lives on hold for a while, right? And that time where we were sitting in the stillness and looking at our own life, we were kind of like, able to see what fits and what doesn't fit because when we're always working at something when we're doing something every day you know gotta do this gotta do that gotta go to work gotta create content gotta you know support myself my spiritual journey is happening too like it's so overwhelming that sometimes it's really hard to stop and look at it all and I have a feeling that you have had this time this significant amount of time where things aren't moving as quickly I mean we all have really I don't have to explain why you were there but we've all had this time to sit and like take a really good look at our lives and if everything is aligned with how we imagined it would be, what we were manifesting. And sometimes we are living lives that we did manifest, but at the time we were manifesting it, we didn't know that maybe it wasn't aligned with our true purpose in life. It was just an ego desire instead of something that was truly going to take us to the level that we are here to reach. And so with that stillness that has been surrounding us, that quietness, that loneliness that we've experienced, it was painful, but it was a gift that gave us a great insight into what we really want so that we can move out of it, so that we can reconnect to others and not feel as lonely or as stuck because we can now move on since we are given that time to look on it. I feel like you have taken that look, you know what you need to do, and I think at this point you're probably already in the process of making it happen. The thing is that fear slows these processes down. When we are turning into a new version of ourselves, or when we are moving on to find our purpose, fear can always come in and be like, no, 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 but you were comfortable where you were. But you know you weren't. Like, you know exactly how you felt in that time of stillness where you felt like you were stuck. You know how that felt. And so to have fear come and tell you, no, but stay stuck. Stay in that stillness because it's safe there. You already know you're not going to be able to handle that. I don't know how extreme it was for you guys, but I felt so disconnected from my life in that stillness and in that introspection that I almost didn't want to live it anymore not in like a you know incredibly emo way I'm gonna wake up until the day that my body takes me out you know like I'm not giving up on this life but that feeling of not wanting to have responsibility or ownership of your life that can lead us to really destructive paths where we do care a lot less about the things that are happening around us and I just feel like you're moving out of that and you do care about the quality of your life, the environment that you're in, your ability to succeed. So you are making those changes and I know that you might be afraid but remember the fear is just going to keep you where you were when you weren't as excited about life. To face that fear, to let go of that fear, that's going to take you where you really, really enjoy your life and every day you wake up with the energy without, you know, drinking a Red Bull or something. The affirmation card says, get centered. When it gets to be too much, whatever it is, I close my eyes and return to my center. In order to face the fear that you're experiencing right now in life, you are going to want to really learn about centering yourself okay so i know a lot of times when we hear about coping mechanisms we assume that they're negative things a lot of us have addictions to things that we feel like okay this is grounding me you know when you're tired after work and you scroll through tiktok you think okay i'm relaxing right now but you're not really relaxing you can 
create coping mechanisms for yourself that truly do ground you to this reality that help you succeed in all the ways that you wish to so it's really important as you progress through this monumental change that you're going through by the way i'm so proud of you for going through what you're going through right now because not only do you deserve what's on the other side of this experience but you deserve recognition for choosing the difficult path in the first place so i am here to see you to validate you I'm so proud of you for deciding to go through this because I know I I've had I felt so much fear recently like I say release fear release control probably every day to myself in my head just to like shake it off shake off the fear that wants to get me no matter what like I'm already pretty deep into this process there's no change in my mind now so when fear comes I'm like you just got to get out of here dude because what are you gonna do you know um, in terms of the astrology dice, we did get the sign of Sagittarius. That might be a sign that's in your birth chart or, you know, in, a, in the birth chart of someone that you deeply care for. We also got the planet Mars, so it might be like a Mars and Sagittarius situation. And then we also got the 8th house. The 8th house is the house of transformation, so that definitely makes sense with the rest of the theme. So I'm feeling like with those three combined... It's giving me the message of, like, you're going to have to go out on these adventures. And I think when we were younger, we used to imagine, like, adventures were just for fun. They were just to learn new things. But, like, just about, like, the culture of where we're going or, like, you know. But in reality, these adventures are not only to see the place that we're going and to experience things along the way, but to see how we interact with the world as this happens. So... I'm getting the feeling that you might be traveling somewhere or moving somewhere or just in general you have this opportunity to go to places you've never been before or learn things that you've never really learned before but you have a motivation towards it you have this like newfound energy that you haven't had for a while now that's kind of like kept you stuck is that you haven't had that motivation right now that motivation is really settling in you are feeling empowered to go out and like try new things because i think i feel like you might have got stuck in this level of comfort where you're like i i know i can do this so i'll just continue to do this but sometimes the next step is something we don't know how to do and i'm getting the feeling that you're getting more energy and motivation to do things you don't know how to do. You just have to remember to leave that fear behind because you are turning into a brand new person, which means the old version of yourself might have been afraid of that, but who you are right now is not afraid of what you're going through, of what you're about to go through, the adventures that surround you. So don't fall into that old version of yourself that is afraid of that. That person is gone now. Rest in peace but they're gone now, you know, like, pay your respects, you can make a shrine to your past self, you know, but it's like, you know how they say, like, there's your inner child, your inner teenager, one day there's going to be your inner 20s, you know, your inner 30s, and that's always going to stay with you, so in the early part of your life where you're really building things and putting things together, it can be really, really frightening, but you are no longer that person who's facing everything for the first time, you know, you're not like, doe-eyed and like oh my god what's gonna happen next like I have no idea how this is gonna turn out you've been through some stuff you've been through enough stuff where you can confidently deal with anything you haven't been through anymore you know we often get into this habit of trying to constantly prepare ourselves for the things that are gonna happen to us but 
if we're being honest, more often than not, the things that we're preparing ourselves for never really happen, and the things that happen are usually pretty unexpected, and we didn't prepare ourselves for them. So it does feel like it might be a waste of time to constantly try to prepare ourselves for things when, honestly, we have no control over the events that happen to us in our life. And the best time to learn about an experience is right there when it happens to you, you know? So... I know that you want to constantly be prepared and ready for anything that's coming your way, but you can't truly do that. You have to release fear and you have to release control. And I highly recommend saying that to yourself. I can't even tell you how peaceful it makes me when I'm feeling that like icky feeling in my stomach. It feels like spiders crawling over my skin, like tingly, like uncomfortable, you know? But I take a deep breath and I'm like release fear, release control, release fear, release control. Immediately, I feel my shoulders drop. I feel like everything is just my reaction to it. And I don't need to feel fear or the need for control before I react to a situation, before I respond to a situation, you know? Those feelings aren't really necessary and they only serve us because whatever happened to us in the past taught us that the best way to avoid it happening again is to hide, to have that fear which warns us, oh, you might feel the way that you used to feel, you know, but that is just from the past. That is a past version of yourself fueling this fear and the fear truly does not help your present or future self because you don't know, you know what I mean? Like your body's just trying to protect you and even if the way that it's protecting you isn't serving you to the best of its ability, that's all it's trying to do, you know? Like when your parent yells at you and you're like, oh, they're doing this because they love me, your body does the same thing to you. It'll yell at you, it'll want you to feel fear, but it's just trying to protect you. But you can gently remind it, hey, you know, we don't have to feel that anymore. Sometimes I have a conversation with myself where I'm like, thank you so much for always trying to protect me, for trying to give me fear to save me from situations I've been in before, to save me from feeling pain again, but I don't need that anymore and we can move on and you are safe now. And I just tell myself that, like, I, you know, you have to have that open and honest conversation with yourself, you know? So... Yeah, I feel like you just have so much going on in your life, like so many changes are happening, but it's nothing you can't handle. Like, you got this for real. And I just want to remind you, when you have those small moments, you know, like when you're out in nature and you're around, you know, the grass blowing and the winds and the trees are waving to you and the flowers smell so good, just really take it in, you know? If you feel a smile coming on in the most random moment, just let it happen. You don't need a reason to feel joy. There's just joy in everything. And if you really take the time to be present and experience that joy, the fear usually realizes, okay, I'm not really needed here. There's a lot more joy. And I know personally, I've been less inclined towards feeling fear because I've been embracing joy more. And it can be the smallest thing. You just gotta focus on that feeling like when the smile comes over your face and you're just like driving you know to work or something like just feel it because there's nothing to anticipate there's nothing to get ready for this is it all there is is this moment right here right now and you are allowed to experience joy for no particular reason because you're present in the moment 
Anyways, I really hope that you enjoyed that reading. I feel like I needed to hear it too. Holy shit, that was so spot on for me as well. I think we're all probably going through the same thing right now. Um, just this big transformation. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I truly, deeply appreciate you. I am so proud of you. And there's nothing you can't do. Actually, let me rephrase. In the wise words of my younger self, you can do anything. The universe would never put an obstacle in your way that you couldn't handle. So go out, live your best life, and just embrace the joy of your freedom, of your connection to the universe. You have so much going for you, and it's just going to be really beautiful when you cross over to that other side, when you become that new version of yourself. Anyways, again, truly appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, goodbye, my beautiful friends.